You're listening to The Royally Made, a different kind of podcast helping you grow in power, purpose, and grace. Let's see what it really means to be a royal daughter. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk about what lies have you been believing lately? You know, I think about the story of Rapunzel a lot and how Mother Gothel uh, was constantly filling Rapunzel's mind with these lies about who she was. Because the whole time in her story, Mother Gothel, her captor, the woman who kept her trapped in that tower for all those years, she knew that if Rapunzel understood who she really was and what her identity was, that she would no longer have any power over her. And Rapunzel would actually have authority over her as the ruler of that country and the ruler of that area. And so the whole time, instead of trying to beat Rapunzel into submission, instead of trying to attack her you know, physically and do her harm, her strategy was to manipulate her mind to make her believe that she was less than who she was. And I think that that is exactly what the enemy is doing to us today, especially as women. Because if you notice, women can be very manipulative themselves, right? We know how to spin words and spin lies to manipulate people if we want. And of course, you know, we hope to not do that. I hope you're not doing that, but I feel we almost have that ability and it's sharper than it is in men. And so I find it interesting that Mother Gothel as a villain, as a female villain, is using that strategy on Rapunzel. And I don't think we we think about how the enemy does this to us in our everyday life. Because you see, the enemy will try to keep you distracted from the truth of who you are. Because in that truth lies everything that you need to reign in life. His number one goal is just to keep you from understanding and thinking about the fact that you are a royal daughter of God who has power, authority, grace, and provision. You have everything you need, and you actually have more power than he does. You are over him. The keys of death and hell were taken from him by Jesus and given to us. The authority that overcame him has been given to us and he has no more authority over us but what he'll try to do is he'll try to convince you that no 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 that's not true i actually have power over you and you actually maybe jesus died for you but look at how much you've messed up you know you deserve to be punished you deserve to not have god's promises he's upset at you you may be a princess but you're like one of the lower level princesses right he's not really proud to have you as a daughter and these are the lies that start coming into our mind and pretty soon it starts zapping you of all of the power that you actually have in ephesians 6:12 it says for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places we quote this verse we know it all the time and yet the moment we start to question who we are we go oh no that's not the enemy that's me we have to wake up. We have to stop giving in to these lies. If it doesn't line up with scripture, if it doesn't line up with who God says you are as a royal daughter of God, it is from the enemy. It is from the enemy and you have to take a stand against it. You can't just be a victim and then expect to have victories in your life. It doesn't work that way. The enemy wants you, just like Mother Gothel, to be a victim to the lies that are feeding off of your fear and feeding off of the 
insecurities that lie on the inside of you and you can't let them. Only you can control what it is that you're going to believe. Jesus has given you the victory. He's given you his name. He's given you everything. He's given you a royal identity, right? He made you royal in him. You have everything. And yet we tend to choose to let it go because we want to feel like the victim. We want to feel like, oh no, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. It's this person's fault that I can't reign in life, that I can't be successful, that I can't have this, that, or the other. And it's just the same lies that kept Rapunzel trapped in that tower. And as long as she was trapped in the tower, she never experienced real life. And there's a lot of Christians and a lot of women who are not experiencing real life. The moment you accept a lie, because lies will come, right? You can't stop lies from coming. The enemy will lie to you. This world will lie to you. Your own conscience will lie to you. And so you can't stop them from coming. But the moment you accept a lie as a part of you, you stitch it onto your heart and now it's really hard to separate from. If you just take care of a lie when it comes and you recognize it, it's easy to fall off of you because you haven't made it a part of who you are. Once you accept it as this is who I am, it's like you're stitching it onto the fabric of your heart. Now when you try to take it off, It's difficult, right? Because it feels like it's a part of you. And this is why it's so dangerous. When you allow it to become a part of your identity, then it becomes really difficult to separate yourself from it, to see yourself outside of it. There are so many girls who who tell me, like, I'm just insecure. Like, this is just who I am. Oh, I'm not like that. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, that's not who I am. And it's so frustrating because I understand. I've been there, too. I thought I was the most insecure person on the planet. And to a large degree, I was. (laughs) But it wasn't who I am. And as long as you think that way, there's nothing I can say or that anyone can say to you to help you. Because you, and only you, can get to the point and have to get to the point where you choose to believe differently. And that's it. There's no magic spell. There's no scripture verse. There's no teaching that you can hear that can magically transform your heart and your life unless you're willing to change how you think. That's why the Bible says we must renew our minds because this is where the battle is taking place and this is where the enemy is winning over you. You know, like I said, I used to struggle with insecurity a lot. And it wasn't until I started separating myself from the identity of insecurity that I was able to walk in freedom from it. And I still get insecure sometimes. It's not like you become a perfect person. But as long as you attach that struggle, whatever it is, with your identity, you are never going to get freedom from it. You have to stop associating yourself with it if you're ever going to walk away from the tower that's keeping you caged and making you feel like there's nothing you can do about it. And that's a lie, right? So if you're going to live a courageous life, if you're going, you're going to have to separate yourself and your identity from the lies that keep you shackled to the ground because victims cannot set, set other people free. And only you can make that decision. That's really it. The moment Rapunzel understood who she was, that she was a royal daughter and that she did not belong in that tower, then she went from being a victim to Mother Gothel's manipulation to walking away from that life. She became a victor. She ended up going back to her kingdom and ruling and reigning and having having the life that she was born to have. 
but until you're willing to separate yourself from that struggle. You know, there's a lot of teaching about, oh, you're you're stronger than that, you know, but it's almost become like a uh, like a cliche in Christian circles to almost identify with your struggle, right? Like we almost like talking about our struggles <laughs> more than we like talking about what God has set us free from, right? So when it comes time to actually get set free from that struggle, we are almost afraid to separate ourselves from it because we think all of our power comes from our ability to relate to other people in our struggles. And while you can always relate to people in things that you have struggled with, the danger comes when you allow that to be your identity because then, like I said, you start to get this idea that your power comes from that struggle. Isn't there like a saying where, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? It's not true. It doesn't, it's not always true, I guess I should say. What doesn't kill you is trying to kill you. <laughs> that mentality is really dangerous because it, it makes us want to accept our struggles as something that's ultimately meant to make us stronger. The problem with that theology is that that struggle was not sent to you to make you stronger. That struggle or that hardship or that bad thing, whatever it is, was sent to you to take you out, to kill, to kill, steal, and destroy everything about your life and those you love. And when you embrace it as, oh, if I can just make it through this, I'll be stronger, we tend to start embracing the struggle rather than embracing the person who gave us the grace to face it and face it with strength. And so you need to start looking at your struggles, not as, oh, well, God gave me this to make me stronger. No, 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 no. That's not true. That is what is killing you. God did not send you a struggle. He does not send struggles. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. You need to say no to the struggle. You need to stand against it. And if you actively resist it, you fight against it, you fill your mind with thoughts of who you are in Christ, and you choose not to be the victim in that situation, then you can come out the other side, not just surviving it, but actually coming out in strength. And that is what God wants for you. He doesn't want you to embrace the struggle. He wants you to embrace his strength. And the only way you can do that is by keeping your eyes not on the struggle, not on the problem, not on the flaws, not on the insecurity, but keeping your focus on Him as your source of strength. And if you do that, you will walk away from every situation more strong and more ready for everything that life has in front of you. 